I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This man, he hosts on Go Long. He has threads. He writes. His name's Ty Dunn. He joins us right now in the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, and he wrote a... a you know, Ty, I almost called it a hit piece. Don't want to call it that because I don't want to run you off. But there was some, there was, I, everybody in the in the country who follows football was talking about your piece about Sean McDermott. Now, there was other reasons why, but following your piece on Sean McDermott after Ken Dorsey got let go in Buffalo. So we had to bring you on because it seems the Browns are going to hire, even though nothing is technically official yet. Ty, we had to bring you on to talk about this and to talk about Ken Dorsey and I got some fans out there, Ty, who were saying, you know, he was fired in Buffalo, and Buffalo ended up going to the playoffs without him, and that he was the backup quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, and that he lost the national championship to Ohio State. So what can you tell me about Ken Dorsey? How good of a coach are we getting here with this guy? We can call it an information piece, right? Yeah, yes. that, that term was thrown around quite a bit by the uh, the Bills fans here in Western New York, but hey. You know, you talk to 25 people who pass through one Bills drive. Some people uh, want to know what the hell is going on with the team, and there's some people who'd prefer to be pandered on Twitter. So we'll just we'll, we'll serve those who want to be informed, right? That's that's how you know how the business works. Um, and and for those who want to be informed when it comes to Ken Dorsey, it that's the simplistic take. Uh, is they were six and six, and then they got hot. They won the division, and it it is true. I mean, it was a different offense when they moved from Ken Dorsey to Joe Brady. It was a Sean McDermott-friendly offense. It was what he's kind of always wanted. You know, you go back to, I think you really have to do take it back to the Brian Dable days. And remember the game in the wind against Mac Jones and the Patriots? They threw the ball three freaking times. Everybody knew they were just going to run it. Every single play, basically, to, uh, gosh, with Ramondi Stevenson. And they just, just, just were pounded away and pounded away. Well, after that game, uh, McDermott at his press conference was blunt and, and kind of ripped the offense for not running the ball. You know, privately, publicly, it was something he's wanted a, a while. And then they get into that second half against Tampa Bay. Long story short, they catch fire because Dable and the offense basically said, F this, we're going to do what we want to do and unleash Josh Allen and all of this fury. They, they have, might have won the Super Bowl that year if they didn't kick the touch back in 13 seconds and McDermott took over the defense and kind of ruined those chances. So, you know, this is a long time in the making is what I'm getting at. I think he's kind of wanted to have more balance, the head coach, and run the ball. And that was some not, – not that Ken Dorsey just completely ignored the run when he was the offensive coordinator, but he's a former quarterback. He wanted to take shots downfield. 
and they took a lot of shots, and they're, they're, luckily they hit a lot of them. That, that was a major part of the offense with him as OC, and it really wasn't with Joe Brady, who's kind of taken his marching orders from Sean McDermott. So they did become more balanced, which I, I think in their mind, in the head coach's mind, they're thinking, okay, we want to host playoff games. We want to drag teams into the frigid cold and snow of Orchard Park, New York, and we just got the brakes beat off us by Cincinnati the year before because we weren't built that way. You know, we, we weren't built to win that kind of game. They wanted to build an offense that could win that kind of game where, I don't know, like if the criticism is that the Bills should be playing in a dome um, and they're the greatest show on turf kind of roster, I think that I could just lean into that, <laughs> right, and just throw it all over the place and be explosive because that's really what, what you had with Ken Dorsey. I don't really think he was the problem. I think at that point of the season when he was fired, it was a, a case of, as one former assistant said in our series, looking for a convenient scapegoat, right? He's, Ken Dorsey isn't responsible for 12 players being on the field against the Denver Broncos. And, um, you know, if you want to pin turnovers on him, I, I guess you can. I, I think that would be silly as well. Ty Dunn joining us right now on the hotline. So, Ty, it's obviously interesting. You talk about the simplistic arguments of Ken Dorsey and the team before and after. But one thing was definitely notable was the rise in usage for James Cook. What was it about Cook and his skill set that Dorsey didn't think he could lean on to the degree that obviously they, they did after he was gone? Man, well, wouldn't you just like some truth serum, you know, to, to really understand what, why he's not on the field? Because I wonder. I, I don't know if it's all Ken Dorsey. I'm thinking back to that same Denver game. You know, James Cook fumbles. He's benched. He's he just pulled to the sideline. Um, and is, is that Dorsey? I, I tend to think it's, it's McDermott. We've, we've seen that out of the head coach before. Now, it's something he kind of changed the back half of last season. But a player messes up. That player's on the sideline. He's untrustworthy. I, I I don't know if I'd put that on the OC. I don't know if I'd put that on Dorsey. Now, his, his usage clearly wasn't what it was late in the season under, under Dorsey's OC. Um, how much of that is the coach not wanting to use him? How much of it is maybe the head coach not trusting him and blitz pickup? I would just kind of be guessing. All, all I know is, you know, I think the, the, I'm trying to think back to the conversation. It was Isaiah McKenzie. So I did a show with him here in Western New York, and then we had him on like a happy hour last offseason after he left Buffalo. And I asked him about moving from Dable to Dorsey because he, he was going to be that slot receiver that replaced Cole Beasley in the offense. You remember Beasley catching like 100 balls? He was su- such a big part of that offense, basically your running game when Dable was the OC. So I think Isaiah was pretty pumped up. You know, he's going to fill that role. He's going to catch a bunch of balls. And so – if you do want to critique Ken Dorsey's time as OC, he kind of eliminated that position from the offense. You didn't really – Isaiah McKenzie – now, Isaiah be the first to say, he, he, he had his own mistakes. I mean, he dropped the ball. He suffered a concussion. He returned too soon from that concussion. There was a lot of different factors that kind of went into it. But you never really had that presence, whether it's McKenzie or anybody else, underneath the defense. It was kind of like all or nothing at times. Um, but – I don't know. I guess the more I think about that, I don't even mind that. I think it's a big play league, and you, you better be taking those shots if you're an offense in the NFL. Uh, it was a, a different Bills offense with Joe Brady. They didn't take as many shots. Even the, the Chiefs playoff game, um, it was a lot of five-yard runs, six-yard runs, 
finally letting Josh Allen run, just just kind of chip, chip, chipping away. Uh, I, I, it's a big play league. I think that's what you're getting in Cleveland. You're getting somebody that is going to push the ball vertically down the field. That, that's what he believes, and that's what Isaiah McKenzie said. is like He, he wants to take shots. And it was kind of at the expense of Isaiah in, in the slot position in the offense. Uh, but I, I think in the long run, that's the offense that's going to have a lot of success in the NFL. Ty Dunn joining us, GoLongTD.com. Go Long, also the author of The Blood and Guts, How the Tight Ends, How the Tight Ends Save Football. You can find it all over Amazon and everywhere else. I've seen it. Uh, Ty, I mean, you just mentioned what we're getting here is a guy who's going to push the ball vertically. Now, they have not come out and said, first off, they haven't even actually announced that he's been hired, I believe. Second of all, I mean, we have a guy who prides himself on calling plays as the head coach. Will Ken Dorsey, do you believe Ken Dorsey will be calling plays on the offense for this team? Boy, it's been, what, four years? Mm-hmm. Stefanski's done it, and you, you, you wonder, is, is he being told? This is just me kind of guessing and thinking of other teams and other situations. Is, is somebody kind of in his ear like, hey, we've got to change this up. Maybe, maybe you need to give that up and have a more CEO approach to the job. We're, we're going to find out. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it, Dorsey probably had a, a few options. He interviewed down there in Tampa. Um, he, he, was, it, he was drawing interest for multiple teams. So what drew him to Cleveland? Now that would be a, something that draws you there, but I, I would just be guessing. Would he go to a place that he wouldn't have the chance to call plays in? I think I think you want a job at the end of the day, right? Like you want to work in the NFL and go to a a desirable situation. This is a team with a with a loaded defense, with a quarterback coming back who's had success in the past. I mean, they're they're on the precipice, maybe a contender for a Super Bowl. I I'd want to go there regardless. But yeah, I think every every coordinator wants to have a little say. <laughs> they don't want to just kind of be designing uh, game plans and kind of being part of it. He's, I, I would think Ken Dorsey or anybody wants to say and call and plays and, and really, you know, be, being in the fight. Yeah, we've wondered when it comes to our head coach who's come in here and he said many times, ah, play calling's over. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rated. All right, uh, are you going to be calling the plays? Oh, yeah, I'm most comfortable calling the plays. <laughs> so I think most NFL coaches kind of react in that way. And then when they go to the playoffs so they win, that's not when they relinquish their play calling. So I, I, I still think this is going to be fascinating to see how this plays yeah. out, Ty. It's going to be a healthier situation than what he had in Buffalo. I mean, this was in, I believe, part three of the McDermott problem series, if people want to check it out. You know, Dorsey was in Carolina with Cam Newton. I mean, he was a major reason that Cam Newton kind of set the league on fire there for for a short while. And, uh, you know, Sean, uh, when it comes to the quarterback position, it's, it's been a strange relationship for the head coach here in Buffalo. I mean, we all remember him trotting out Nathan Peterman twice as his quarterback that that backfired and it it always kind of made assistant coaches in Buffalo scratch their heads when he would talk about his time in Carolina around Cam Newton like his his quote-unquote frame of reference um as as one Bill's assistant told me was watching Cam Newton in his mind Sean McDermott's mind ruin the Panthers so he'd go into these offensive meetings and just quote-unquote mother-ass Cam Newton and I, I was told Ken Dorsey would sit there and be like, what the hell? Like, he knows I coached this guy, right? Like, I was <laughs> right, right at Cam Newton's side through this all. So, I mean, that's kind of the stuff he was dealing with here in Buffalo. So I, I think they, this is going to be such a, such a breath of fresh air to go somewhere else with a different head coach with a much different approach to offensive football and quarterback play. So McDermott is 73-41. and 41. Right, they they've won a ton of games. Them rallying to make the playoffs this year was, you know, just a, a another very very good year. I'd say eleven and six this year uh, that they end up making the playoffs. But you know, at the end of the season, they still had a chance to miss the playoffs completely, and instead they end up with the two seed. Don't get me started, Ty Dunn, on the playoff format in the NFL. I am not a fan of it whatsoever. That's neither here nor there. With all that said, man, you could have had Mike Vrabel potentially. You could have had Bill Belichick. Uh, Pete Carroll is out there. What do you think the fans in Buffalo are feeling right now about their head coaching situation? I hear you, right? I think we got to call it the 44% club, right? Hey, half the teams in the conference basically make the playoffs. Everybody gets a chocolate sundae and a, and a T-shirt and is feeling warm and fuzzy inside. That's kind of where the NFL's at. So if that's the goal, um, if that's the goal and, and there's there are – there is a segment here in Western New York. I, I, don't, I don't think it's the majority, but I think there's some people still suffering from drought brain that remember that this team didn't make the playoffs for 17 years, and you know they, they, they're terrified of the other side. Uh, they don't, they don't want to think about a world in which their head coach is Dick Duran or Greg Williams or Mike Malarkey or Rex Ryan. Hey, and- we like Greg Williams Ron here now, Ty. That's right. It's good to I us. Okay. I do, too. I, I like Greg a lot. You know, he, he helped me out on uh, Blood and Guts. I could have talked to him for hours. Well, man. He, what he the is, hell, Ty? You can't mention Greg. Then you got to skip over him. That's the you know the artful thing to do. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I get it. There's going to be some Bills fans here that are a little a little worried about life post Sean McDermott, but I think that it's it's going the other way gradually. I mean, it's been five straight years of crushing playoff losses of Josh Allen playing out of his mind and the defense letting you down. I mean, you're not just talking about defensive failures in these playoff games. These are the worst games that we've seen out of the Bills' defense under, under this coach who's a defensive coach. Um, they, they can't stop anybody. I, I know Tyler Bass is getting killed. Hell, if he makes that kick, Patrick Mahomes is driving down the field blindfolded and, and scoring. So 
I, it, that's where they're at, and it's just another year wasted with Josh Allen, who, in my opinion, is the second or third best quarterback in the league, does stuff that nobody else can do. And I, I think that to answer your question, angst is is growing, uh, but they're not going to do anything. Like they, th- th- This is an ownership group that is uh, paying a lot of people in hockey and football not to work. I'm sure that Terry Pagula looks at Sean McDermott as his finest hire, and he's going to ride this thing out as long as he can. Well, let me ask you this, though. Then maybe shouldn't – should Brandon Bean maybe take a little bit of heat here over the last couple of years, Ty? Because, you know, your secondary – and it, this is a Bills question all of a sudden, but I got now i got to throw this by you here. Maybe and maybe you can answer for me. Secondary's old all of a sudden. You, lo- you lose Milano. All of a sudden, you can't stop anybody. I Now what the Browns did, I'm looking at it from a Cleveland perspective going, boy, we wanted to all year we were waiting for the other shoe to drop and say, well, the injury's here. And now people are talking about, well, you know, the injuries on that defense going, oh, okay, so that's just an excuse. I can't look at the general manager and, and question what he was doing in terms of building depth. It's always the chicken or the egg. Mm-hmm. Like, I I was told that Brandon Bean does have the, the, the juice in, in those drafts, that he is the one with the say, which, which okay, maybe that's true. But Sean McDermott was hired first, and Sean McDermott picked Brandon Bean as his GM. They both kind of report to the owner – separately and how however you look at it they're, they're drafting a lot of defensive players i mean it's it's been almost comical how they since they've drafted josh allen uh they really haven't been drafting wide receivers you got green bay just taking a ton of guys in, in those middle rounds and they're the youngest team to ever make the playoffs throwing to dontavian wicks and romeo dobbs christian watson you know picking up bo melton they buffalo just hasn't been drafting wide receivers so when Stephon Diggs gets a little older. Joe Brady replaces Ken Dorsey, and they want to run the ball more. Uh, Gabe Davis gets hurt. Uh, you know, you're kind of trying to get by with, with the signs like Trent Shurfield, Deontay Hardy. Then, then you get a less explosive offense that can't just throw it all over the place. It, it wasn't the same in that regard. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, Bean deserves some criticism if, if he's behind that. I just think that whether it's McDermott with final say or them working – in collaboration, they've just been leaning too hard into the defense in these drafts, which, which is fine if these guys are good. But Ed Oliver disappears in the playoffs. I mean, he was nowhere to be seen in the Chiefs' loss and the Bengals' loss last year. Gregory Rousseau, A.J. Epinesa, these guys aren't giving you anything when it matters most in the playoffs. So that's, that's a big problem. Hey, final one. You're an outsider. Your thoughts on Deshaun Watson going forward with the Cleveland Browns? Oh, my gosh. Um, Man, I'd have to wrap my head around that one. I, I, I got to know Deshaun when he was with the Texans for a story at Bleach Report. And like a lot of people who have been around him, you know, back then before ever, all hell kind of, kind of broke loose, it's, it's a magnetic personality, leader, guys love playing for him. On the field, just the improvisational ability. I mean, there is a magic to his game. Um, just to stick stick to the football here, I I don't know is that magic still in there? You know, I, did we see it this past year through the injuries? I I really don't know. Uh, maybe there was a moment here or there. Maybe Ken Dorsey can help him kind of recapture it. That will be his number one job. Um, but it's it's in there somewhere. I mean, there was a point when Deshaun Watson looked like the, the future of the position, and and now he certainly does not right now. So, and I've I've said like people go rust, 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 and Lyman and I both said the same thing, and I said. Well, now with Joe Flacco, I, th- I think it's more of a confidence situation with Deshaun Watson. After we saw Joe Flacco kind of take off, yeah. is Ken Dorsey going to help him with that confidence? I think so. I, you know, I think you just nailed it. 
the position is it's so much about confidence. I can remember, uh, actually, it might have been Deshaun Watson's guy, Quincy Avery, um, you know, his, his quarterback's coach. We, we talk a lot, and you know, he's been critical of Baker Mayfield, but at one point he was saying, no, B- Baker Mayfield can be really, really good because he's so damn confident. Like, he, he goes out there thinking he can make every throw and do anything he wants when, when physically he really can't. Uh, but that takes him really, really far. So if that confidence is in there somewhere, if he, can, if he can find that and go out there thinking he's the baddest dude on the planet, and then maybe we do see what we saw early in his career. And I think Ken Dorsey is that kind of guy. He's got that kind of swagger. He's a hell. I mean, he was on top of the college football world. And those Miami teams were unbelievable. And he had just you know, Hall of Famers all around him, and he's the leader of that group. You know, he's been around at Cam Newton. He had a lot of success here in Buffalo. Josh Allen loved him. I think that he is going to go in there to Cleveland with an element of, of, of swagger that they, that they need and Deshaun Watson needs. Follow him on Twitter, at Ty Dunn, with an E at the end. Ty, thank you very much for the time, buddy. All the best. Any day, any time. Thank you. Thank you. Ty Dunn, golong.com, on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Coming up next, it will mean something, but yes, maybe we should aim higher. And what he just said about Deshaun Watson, that's coming up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.